and we're going to continue where we left off from the last time. In the first segment, I shared two disastrous situations that resulted from punitive cultures. In this segment, I'll share the flip side, two highly effective strategies that will not only help to prevent catastrophes, but will help you cultivate a motivated, innovative team that boosts your company's engagement and productivity. Number one, create a psychologically safe environment, one that encourages constructive debate and dissension. To quote Linda Hill, Harvard leadership scholar and lead author of Collective Genius, The Art and Practice of Leading Innovation, she says innovation is creating something that's new and useful, and it can be a product or a service. It could also be a process or a way of organizing it. It can be done slowly and incrementally, or it could be a sudden breakthrough. The main thing is that innovative leaders create a safe space for others to explore, experiment, create, and even play. Innovative leaders develop a culture in which people are encouraged to express their ideas. People are given credit for playing devil's advocate and for coming up with opposing ideas that stimulate new solutions to problems. The culture is shaped by a healthy debate among people of diverse skills and backgrounds versus a go-along, get-along culture in which everyone is expected to agree with and accommodate authority. Hill's research shows the companies that are innovative and successful time and again are consistently able to elicit and then combine members' separate slices of genius into a single work of collective genius. She calls this collective intelligence. The groups that do this well consistently come up with superior solutions to problems. Hill's research shows that whether your business is filmmaking, e-commerce, auto manufacturing, professional services, high-tech, travel, or luxury goods, the role of the leader is critical to produce innovation. Her study showed that almost anything produced by an organization that's new, useful, and even slightly complex came from many people, not from an individual genius inventor. When people feel safe to express themselves, and occasionally even challenge authority, they can prevent their superiors from making serious mistakes that often lead to catastrophic outcomes. A psychologically safe environment also creates an atmosphere where people are motivated to contribute their best work, and then they come up with something that's new and useful. Number two, give people more autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Daniel Pink, best-selling author, keynote speaker, researcher, and thought leader on strategies to increase motivation at work, takes it even a step further, devoting an entire book to the topic of motivation. In Pink's book, Drive, The Surprising Truth About Motivation, he writes that there's a mismatch between what science knows and how people think. Pink relates that behavioral science shows these things. Number one, the carrot and the stick motivation approach works for only a surprisingly narrow range of situations for very simple focused tasks. Those if-then rewards often destroy creativity. 
The secret to high performance, he says, isn't based on rewards and punishments, but rather on appealing to intrinsic drives. Or in other words, the drive to do things for their own sake or the drive to do things because they matter. The joy of the task was its own reward. Pink writes, he describes the three building blocks that make up an effective operating system. That's going back to autonomy, mastery, and purpose. So let's define autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Autonomy, the urge to direct our own lives. Mastery, the desire to get better and better at something that matters. And purpose, the yearning to do what we do in the service of something larger than ourselves. These three things are something that all of us seem to want to have at work, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Pink and others advocate, when possible, managers need to give their workers more autonomy. An example is Google's incentive strategy, which allows engineers to spend 20% of their time working on a project of their choice. In fact, half of the new products Google creates in a typical year Things like Gmail, Orkut, and Google News are a result of the creative processes derived from self-directed projects. Pink highlights Wikipedia, the online encyclopedia. Most all of us have used it. It's another example of a service that was developed by people who sought autonomy, mastery, and purpose. No one got paid a cent for his or her contribution. The contributor's only incentive was to do it for fun and because they enjoyed it. The site succeeded by harnessing many individuals with a desire to collaborate, create something useful, and to have the opportunity to apply what they do. Pink's logic is sound. Science confirms what we know in our hearts. If we repair the mismatch between what science knows and what business does, and shift our notion of motivation by moving past the ideology of carrots and sticks, we could dramatically strengthen our businesses. When executive leadership adopts new strategies that increase employees' autonomy, mastery, and purpose, they'll have a much better chance of solving complex problems and of retaining the creative types. The secret to high performance and satisfaction in today's world is tapping into the deeply human need to direct our own lives, to learn, create new things, and to better the world. Experts in the field believe that business owners and executives who develop incentives that tap into this psychology will be far more successful in motivating and retaining top talent, which ultimately will lead to an increased bottom line. Stay tuned for part three of episode two for two more tips on how to cultivate motivated, innovative teams. See you there.